Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Reckless speculation. Great talk. Juicy rumors. <laughs> Someone messed with our button bar and the woo is gone. So. Oh, the woo is gone. The woo is gone. <laughs> Sometimes the, the, the buttons just disappear into the night, and we, we don't know where they go. Much like Patrick Beverly disappearing into the— What's your favorite part about the Gobert trade? Getting one of the great shop lockers in recent NBA history or getting rid of your least favorite player on the team, Patrick Beverly? Patrick? He's a very annoying individual. Him and Beasley leaving is certainly a benefit of that, in that trade, to say the least. Uh, and, uh, you know, the one player you would have liked to keep, Vanderbilt, that's it's okay. and. Uh, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I I think I'm on board now. I was uh, skeptical at first, but uh, if if it works out, all the draft choices are between 21 and 30, right? Aren't they? You know, they're you back 10, aren't they? Shouldn't you have one of the 10 best records in the league if you're going to play yeah. this this team together? Uh, Beasley, moron. Beverly, moron. Uh, we don't know, you know, Vanderbilt, a very good player, but they replaced him with, uh, you know, Kyle Anderson, who people like a lot. And you know what it does? Don't panic on D'Lo. Don't sign him. Let him play. Yep. You take the benefit of the uh, contract that's expiring. And, uh, and, and You've taken away a lot of his responsibilities. He doesn't have to play defense anymore because if a guy goes around him, Gobert will block the shot. You've taken, you know, he's, and you're going to need to find money, right? You got to find money to pay for this. Getting rid of him finds you money, right? After the end of the year, instead of, if you trade him now, you got to take on what, 30 million back. If you just let him walk, you're out from under 38 million, right? You don't have to go take anything back. So, uh, or 30, not, he's not it's like 33 it. or something, but yeah, yeah, the point stands. So you don't want to pay him 33, but you know, long term, you're going to need that 33 for Edwards and, and McDaniel. So, uh, you know, let him play, let him be your guard, let the contract expire. And, uh, and, and maybe he'll have two ways of doing it. He can be a real dummy and pout because he's not getting a contract, or he can play really good so he gets a contract, right? One of the two. So I, I would think that deep in his heart, he's got to look in a mirror and say, I better play good. So if somebody wants to give me $25 million at the end of the year. So anyway, that's yeah. – And now, I, now, I and now he, gets, he gets one of the great uh, – people look at Rudy Gobert's offense and they say, well, he's, he's, he can't really do a whole lot. Well, you know right. what he can do? He can set amazing screens and catch lobs and score inside with go-go gadget arms. 
So D'Lo and Gobert pick and roll, D'Lo Cat pick and roll. Yeah. Some uh, interesting, he interesting his, things. Uh, he makes 70% of his two foot shots too. So that's, <laughs> he should, that's okay. Right. He makes, so he averages 16 points per game on eight shot attempts, Pat. Yeah. Think about that math for a second. And so he doesn't shoot threes. What's he at the line? It's He's 70%. like a 70% free throw okay, shooter. It's not terrible. Enough. But the, the, you know what convinced me when I read, you know, cause I'm not a deep analytical guy on this. You usually instinctive on these things. Uh, the idea that Cat's going to stay in the game. Yep. He's not going to get three stupid fouls in the first quarter, right? And have to run over to the sidelines. That he doesn't have to get fouls blocking shots, right? Because this guy's going to block the shots. And if the if he gets the really good screen, he doesn't have to run over people trying to get to the basket and then get pouty because he got a charging foul and then immediately get another one to prove to the official he was wrong and instead of getting you know he will leave the game with three fouls in the first quarter a hell of a lot less and i i think that's part of the this is all intended to do everything you can to that help that big baby cat that's uh that's my theory right exactly yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, yeah. Emotional, absolutely yeah, I'm calling him a emotional, emotional baby, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's I'm not calling him as a baby as a player. I'm calling him as a big baby emotionally, and this is you're doing everything you can to help him now. So, you hey, know, I guess I'm on board. Hey Pat, what, why do you think that this state and its sports fans are so scarred though? Because all I saw on Twitter starting as soon as the trade was announced was a litany of it's Herschel all over again. My (laughs) God, it's Herschel Walker. Look at what they've done. And and we both were there. Okay. We both could go through a list of reasons why this is not that trade. As far as fit goes, as far as those draft picks that Mike Lynn thought wouldn't be executed by Dallas because he was going to keep the five. I mean, Tim Conley knows exactly what he's doing here. Those draft picks are gone and he knows that. So, like, if you were there that day that the trade was made, this in no way beyond the the amount being a lot for one player. This in no way is that trade. Okay. NFL. They play 30 guys play a significant part in your team, right? 30 guys. So you give up prime draft choices in the NFL, you know, the first three rounds, you're hurting yourself. In the NBA, somehow this universe is filled with basketball players, hundreds of thousands of them, and yet, once you get beyond about number six in the draft, it's all throwing darts anyway, and you can yeah. get some guy off the scrap heap who's just as good as uh, as, as those. You know, I mean, obviously Steph Curry is seventh, and you know Devin Booker, and you know if you're smart enough to hit on a sixteen or a seventeen, fine. But usually by then you're taking some euro. We ain't going to come over here for three years anyway. So uh, it's a completely different animal giving up draft choices. If you're giving up prime NBA draft choices, if you're giving up four prime NBA draft choices, ah, terrible. You're not. unless And if you do, then Cat ends up getting hurt and doesn't play for four years. Yeah. The only, also, the, I feel like you get to a certain point 
And the Wolves, the Wolves were at a point for 15 years after Kevin Garnett where they were trying to find their franchise players, right? They're trying to find, they're trying to find their aunt and their cat in the draft. And they've done that. And now we could have the debate about, okay, what, you know, what is the real upside of those players and stuff? But they, they have found their franchise star young players. And that makes these draft picks a lot more valuable in trades to them than in the actual draft. What are you going to do with the 22nd pick? in two years or next year. Yeah. You might find someone, but it's more valuable if you can leverage it to get an all NBA defensive player. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I have come around on it immediately here. I was like most fans and, you know, with age being involved and remembering the Garnett trade, which was the opposite of this, of course. And you look back and you say, how did they end up taking this collection of crap for Danny, for, uh, for Kevin Garnett, you know, Al Jefferson and four warm bodies, basically. And then a couple of two, two year later draft choices that crafty con turned into a Wayne Ellington and uh, Johnny Flynn. But, uh, but in retrospect, yeah, go for it. Why not? You know, make, make cat's life easy. Cause you're, tying your whole wagon to him and uh and our guy ant's gonna be out there trying to steal every ball every pass there is because he knows if he misses it this guy back there is gonna they're still gonna look up and say oh hell i don't i'm not getting to the basket so yeah it's fine now what do you my theory is if if gobert plays 34 minutes and cat plays 34 minutes uh they'll only be on a court together 20 right yeah Probably down mm-hmm. the stretch, and you know, at to the start, start to start now. the game, and then they got, and then down the stretch is the thing they got to figure out against yeah. small lineups. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it, it and it really impacts where they were their worst last year rebounding. You know, uh, you know they they'll pound the hell out of the defensive board now, which they they did not do last year. I, I like Vanderbilt a lot, but by the last thirty games of the year having to be a team's leader, leading rebounder kind of late uh, war on him, not statistically, but clutch wise and stuff. So yeah, it's a, you know, let's, let's have fun here. And uh, uh, the idea that uh, they're going to have cap problems. Well, let the, let the new guys who, by the way, we're all talking about, ah, maybe Laurie and uh, A-Rod don't worry about the being over the cap and luxury tax and all that. I think we can all feel a lot safer when they come up with that last billion. <laughs> oh, in December they still 23? Owe a billion. Yeah, they, they still do. Owe a billion. Huh? Yes. I think it's a billion. So let's let's let them cut that check out too before we have the parade. You know, what if they don't come up with the billion? You know. It's so, been fun then. Yeah, it is. It's uh some of those billionaires aren't as rich as they were two weeks ago. <laughs> you know, three weeks ago. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, one more thing on the on the Herschel Walker trade. I just I I was these people are pulling a trade from 33 years ago in a different sport as a reason for why. Oh my God! So you're either saying one the Utah Jazz are about to embark on a dynasty like the Cowboys <laughs> yes, did, right? Or you're you're misremembering that the Vic like people I think think back and oh the Vikings franchise was crippled. You know they became no. the Lions. No, they didn't. No. 
They went to the playoffs six times in nine years. You know, maybe they would have been better without making that trade, but they were they were fine. They had one bad season, and they moved on. Yeah, they uh, you know they kind of raided the USFL, which uh, which helped them, and uh, you know because Lynn was feeling so embarrassed about uh, with the results of the trade. But uh, you know, plus we had it. We we also for a while on our team had a brilliant new U.S. senator on our hands. One of the one of the smartest guys I've ever met. I think, you know, you, you tell him eight plus eight and he can 10, 12 minutes. He got it all figured out. So that's a, you know, something like that. So that'd be, that'd be good too. Yeah. When, when do we be proud to have a former U S Senator as our, as a former Viking, <laughs> or I mean, a current U S Senator, soon to be U S Senator. Oh God. Very exciting. Yeah. Our, uh, our scars though run incredibly deep because for each team you've got one, right. Ortiz for the twins. Herschel trade Vikings. Wolves is probably um, passing on Curry. The wild, the wild. I feel like we reach for Preezy Suter, forgetting completely that on that day we were all beyond excited yeah. and thought it was great. Yeah. I, I love how I love how the amount of people that that go back. Oh, it was a terrible move. It didn't work. Out. That day. Royce and I ran in, did a show, and everybody, I can't find one person on that day, if you go back in time, 10 years now, yesterday, who said, this seems like a questionable contract. You gave up, you saved the franchise, and you gave up Kevin Fiala 10 years later. That was the, uh, that was the, and, and you only gave up Kevin Fiala because the, the uh, the new GM decided he, they were both a pain in the ass, so he put them on, uh, you know, so he, he cut them at the same time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you you got to – I wrote about this the other day. You got to go back to where they were. Leopold told me 7,000 season tickets at the end of June 2012, hmm. half of what they had two years before. And uh, and they – they had two non-sellouts that year, and then they had 230 straight sellouts starting the next year. So mm. I would say it paid off for every, and they made the playoffs. They just didn't get the two good clubs they had didn't couldn't get past the Blackhawks, which right. was, you know, unfortunate to have to play the Blackhawks then. But but to, to Brook, to I saw some people throwing that one in with the Herschel Walker trade as though it was a disaster suitor and Parisi, which is really stupid. Yeah. Uh, all right. All you guys do is rip on Emilio Pagan. He comes in and just easy breezy, the middle of the White Sox order, sets the table for the Twins offense late in the game. Duran shuts the door. Mm. Is, did he get the win again? Is that two wins he's gotten here? Uh, did he get I think the win? it is, right? Yeah. He got the win. He got a win the other day. Okay. I will go along with the manager and his new genius pitching coach, Pete Mackey, deciding that they were not going to let Bundy face of order three times, right? So he gets done. He's throwing 58 pitches in five innings, giving up one run. And he hooks it. And then he uses Griffin Jacks for two innings. He uses... uh, Pagan for an inning, he uses Duran for an inning, he uses Duffy for an inning. I will put up with him, hooking Duffy, but he better not bitch on Wednesday that he's out of relief pitchers. Mm-hmm. He better not start whining that he had to use his bullpen too much because he did not have to use his bullpen too much. Duffy, uh, 
Monday could have gone seven innings. And, uh, you know, but if you want to look at the stats and say he doesn't do well the third time through the order, so I got to get him out of there after 58 pitches. Uh, okay. But don't complain about your, uh, your overused bullpen. Yeah. You're choosing, you're choosing to yes, use your bullpen. Yeah. You are choosing. And, uh, and now what really they want, it was a hell of a game. Boston made it. This has turned into this spectacular catch. Wasn't that spectacular? I thought he was going to catch it. Why were the White Sox guys on the move? That's what I can't figure out. It's Buxton in center field. Yes. Plus, if it hits the ground, you're going to score. What the, you yeah, know, yes. If, you, if it hits the ground, you're going to be second and third and uh, have a run in. Uh, where the hell they were going. But I wish I'd been there because it had to be fight. It, to see the big picture, to see the all 22 on that picture would have been fantastic. To, where are these idiots running to? I, and I the Twins didn't even know. Like the, like Buxton kind of threw the ball in. And at first, the, the Twins didn't even really realize what idiot, you know, base running was happening. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, we just have to. Okay. Uh, the, the third baseman, Urshela, Urshela uh, knew what was going on. And he ran over and, you know, got, got the rest of it. Never in the major league history. An eight-five triple play, never in history. Nineteen oh one, it's never happened. But uh, it, it it is funny how they can play a hell of a game and get four runs. Kirilov gets a big hit. Verizon gets three more hits. Everything's fine, and they still can drive you nuts. <laughs> Durant, first hit, three one hundred one hundred. 101 all strikes. Boom. Sit down. Uh, now here comes the feared AJ Pollock. And you start throwing breaking balls and get behind, get to the place in the count where you throw him a breaking ball. Okay, maybe the numbers say he's a fastball hitter. Why don't you make him prove it? You already got one out. You got a four-run lead. Your guy was just zeroed in with three unhittable yes. fastballs on the corner. Let him throw two more of those. And if it's 2-0, and oh, yeah, well, maybe if he's not ahead of the count, then maybe you got to throw a breaking ball. I have a theory on this. Throw one be right off the bat when you got him zeroed in. In the uh, yeah, but Sanchez, I think Sanchez came out. And, did he talk to him then, or did he talk to him after the next? We got to throw a breaking ball. No, you don't. Yeah, throw a hundred mile an hour. You think that Cleveland's running out to Class A and say, okay, you just struck out Correa on three impossible pitches, but whatever you do, don't throw this guy a fastball. Okay, wow. I, I'm so glad you brought this up. I have a theory on this. The re, the same reason why Duran threw breaking balls is the same reason and logic why Dylan Bundy didn't get to face a team the third time through the Twins. And I say the Twins, Rocco isn't managing unilaterally. So I'll say the Twins, the front office and Rocco, they manage based on presumed failure yes. as opposed to just letting your guys dictate what's Dylan Bundy. Yes. Is having a great day today, and he and, yes. and this lineup is having a hard time facing him. Instead of assuming that he's going to fail a third time through the order today, he has his stuff today. He's they throwing de- strikes today. They decide at 
2.30 in the afternoon that they're not going to have Bundy face the, the, the lineup a third time. Yes. And that Durant, and we're not going to throw fastballs to A.J. Pollock. They yep. decide that at 2.30 in the afternoon. They don't decide that based on Bundy giving you five great innings, and they don't decide on that when Durant is hitting this much of the plate at 100. Pat, it's the same logic that goes from, hey, five innings of lights out Kenta Maeda or Jose Barrios in a playoff game to, okay, now it's time for Cody Stashak to come in and try and get these guys out. Yes. It's the same thing. Pre-planning. It's not analytics. It's pre-planning. Yeah. You're right. You made a good point. We don't have to decide it. You know, for 100 years, they've – you know, there's the analytic test. There's the whole thing, but there's also the eye test. You gotta do what you're seeing has to play into your thinking, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And, I mean, I, 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 and I'm the resident analytics nerd on the yes. show, and even I'm telling you, this has jumped the shark years ago. This is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, I, I don't. I think when you have, you know, 17 people in your pitching department. Uh, Josh Culp and all his buddies uh, coming up with. Uh, all these numbers and everything, numbers and angles and everything else, you're you're giving them too much power. Let your own, let your own what you're seeing uh, uh, give you. Uh, they don't trust you know, it. Let's make your decisions. The problem is, you you guys trust yourselves. They don't. Mm-hmm. That's I don't really probably trust myself that much. But, they, you know. they don't trust Maybe I do more than Rock. No split decisions. Yeah. Uh-uh-uh. We, we, should not, we should not be upset after a ball game like that. No, it was we great. It was not. largely great, yes. Yeah. But that doesn't <laughs> mean they drive you crazy. You're right, though. That's the interesting thing. What, what makes this team fun is how crazy they drive you while actually being in first place. <laughs> yeah. That's what I enjoy yeah. about them. Yeah. They... I think they drive us crazy this year, crazier this year than they did last year, because when they stunk, yeah. who cares, yeah. right? Now it's the mighty whiteys have just come off a nice road trip. They scored 13 runs against the Giants on Sunday. You go in there, and you hold them to three or whatever it was, and two should have been two, <laughs> and they you still go, what? Well, the thing that the thing that I was griping about was okay. So you've got a tie game. I think it was bottom nine, so not a save situation. And because you're on the road, there could be a future save situation if you hold them and take the lead. And I get that, but you run out Emilio Pagan against three, four, five in that yeah. ballpark in the bottom of the ninth inning, and somehow they got away with it. <laughs> yes. And I said, well, it, you know, is did I miss something? Is is Duran hurt or something? He hasn't pitched in a week. Because they haven't found the right spot for him, I guess. So would you rather have, and, and then, you know, of course, the response that people give you is, well, if, if they take the lead, who's going to lock down the save? And I say, well, if Pagan gives up a three-run homer to Jose Abreu, there won't be a save situation. Stop managing for something that might not happen and put your best reliever in that spot. And why we're at it, Juan Manaya, right? Juan Manaya, we've had him. He's come back and forth five times. He comes back this time, and he's got a fairly good arm for all one of the – as the rejects go, he's got a fairly good arm huh. and a good break. And he comes back, and he pitches twice and 
doesn't get, you know, gets everybody out. Three and a third scoreless. But he threw 27 pitches Sunday. Mm. Well, you have to DFA him to yep. get that big dummy McGill back on the roster because he might not be available on Monday. Yep. Well, you have seven other ones. Make him unavailable Monday. He's the kind of guy that is available on Tuesday. What's wrong with having somebody who's unavailable on Monday if he's throwing good? Instead, this blockhead who uh, tried to hit, uh, who'd he he throw at? uh, Got everybody all worked up. And McGill, you know, it's a... What do you want to give? Somebody's going to claim this guy this time, I would think. You know, everybody's so hard up for pitching. What do you want to do that for? He's pitching good. He's throwing good. I need Thornburg back. Give me more Thornburg. Yeah, more Thornburg. Sacrificial lamb. Tyler Thornburg. Yeah, don't pitch him for two weeks. Don't pitch him for two weeks and then say, oh, God, we have no other options. You know, we got to. Go out there and throw six, kid. He's like, screw that. I'm going to groove one. Never has a first-place team been more unenjoyable. (laughs) I love it. But you look around. It's great fun. I love going to the ballpark, too. Gray is great. Buxton's great when he plays. Arise is one of the best stories in baseball. He's fantastic. Kirilov's a hitting machine, too, now that he's up. The third baseman's fine. Uh, You know, they're... Kepler's not as rotten as he was. He's not great, but he's, uh, you know, he's okay. They're, but they still drive you nuts because of the way they use their pitching. And Miguel, he's coming back. Started the rehab assignment yesterday. It was just, it's just fantastic news. You know what their message was for Miguel? Just keep taking your time. (laughs) Big guy. That's right. What are they going to, I, I, they can't make it to Joe September 1st though. They, I mean, mm-hmm. they're going to have to make a decision before that, right? Because he's got, I think the rehab can last 30 days, right? I think. so. Is it 30? Yeah, it used to be 21. He's oh. down in, uh, maybe it's only 21. He's down in Fort Myers for a while, then he's going to St. Paul. So the fact that Miranda's hitting, and now that you got Kirloff. By the way, did you see the play Kirloff made at first base? Yeah. Yes. That would have been the other guy. The ball would have been down the line. They would have been chasing it down to the bullpen, <laughs> you know. So uh, that, that's another great thing about having Kirloff here is, uh, is Miranda doesn't have to play first base unless you're really stupid. So, <laughs> Which, of course, he'll play first base probably tonight, so don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pat. Well, uh, well, you guys are doing Unchained later today, and then we'll talk to you on Thursday, sir. All right. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. All right, wrapping with Royce, presented by Federated Mutual Insurance Company. We've got Twins fever here, it sounds like, on the show. Celebrating a big Twins win by just bitching incessantly about them. Uh, Federated's all about risk management tools and resources, helping to maximize the success of your business, which is how they measure the success of their business, based on those client partnerships. Find out more about how Federated can help you at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right.